the Colossians. Uh, hallelujah. Paul's letter to the Colossians. And uh, this is still part of the prison epistles uh, that the Apostle Paul wrote while he was in jail. This lesson tonight um, really covers a lot of things, and I'm going to try to get as much of it as I possibly can. Uh, this is lesson number five. Um, in Colossians, and I've titled tonight's lesson, Living Like You Mean It, hallelujah, amen, Living Like You Mean It, hallelujah. I've run across a lot of people that claims they're Christian, but they sure don't live that way, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, how many knows? How many knows the Bible says that there's going to be fruit there? Hallelujah! And the Word says, "You shall know a tree by what? By the fruit it bears." We go outside and we pick we pick an apple apple off of a tree. There ain't no way in the world you're going to say that's an orange tree or, that, or that's a plum tree or a pear tree. Whatever kind of fruit that comes from that tree, amen, that, that's the kind of tree it is. And um, I've titled this lesson tonight, Living Like You, uh, like you Mean It, because here's the plain truth and the plain facts, everybody. Your soul depends on it. Your soul depends on it. Now, we're going to be reading from Colossians, the third chapter, the first seven verses. Uh, you've got it printed out on your handout, and he's also going to be uh, putting it on the screen so you can follow it either way you like. But now, I'm going to read it first through the King James, then I'm going to read it again in two or three other translations, and that'll be on the screen also, and it's going to be on your handout also because I want you to get of the full depth of understanding of what the Apostle Paul was talking about. And uh, if you notice on the back side, I've got some questions back there that I want you as we go along in our lesson. I've done this tonight because things that you write down... Uh, you're more able to retain it. Uh, and uh, so try to answer some of those questions, and we're going to use that as our question and answer session when I get through tonight to see um, what we've pulled out of the night's lesson. Colossians chapter 3, the first seven verses, and he said, If ye... Now... Ye, that's, that's plural. And he's, he's writing to the church. He's not writing to just one person. But he's writing to the church. Hallelujah. We being many members. If ye the, then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above 
Now let me stop right there to remind you last week. How many remember last week we read the scripture um, in the second chapter where he said that you are buried with him in baptism? How many remembers that from last week? That we are buried with him in baptism. And so he, this is the continuation. So after he wrote chapter 2 and he talked about us being buried with him in baptism, the old man dying, then he comes right along and says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. For Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. The right hand of God is a, uh, is a term that, that represents power and authority. It does not mean a literal right hand. The, I, I, done, I done proved to you through Scripture by more enough in my teachings on Wednesday night that God's a spirit and you can't see a spirit and so God does not have a right hand. So when it says he's sitting at the right hand of God, it, it represents authority and power because Jesus said when he went away, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. Hallelujah. If there is three of them, Jesus is the only one got any power. The other two is weaklings. Hallelujah. Well, let me, let me get this read. Verse 2, set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, <laughs> how many is looking for his appearance? Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. My, my, my. Think about that. When Jesus appears, you're going to appear with him. My, my, my. Lord, I could tear into that. Glory to God. Verse 5, he said, Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, and Alternate affection. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, hello, Brother Paul. <laughs> I don't I don't need to make it no clearer, right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. All right. All right, let me put it this way. Ain't going to be no sissies in heaven. Let me, let me move on from there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. All right, mortify, there, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. A lot of people don't realize that if, if, you, if, you, if you covet things, if you are a greedy person, God says you're the same thing as an idolatry. You're just as bad as somebody kneels down and worships a, a false god. Wow. Hallelujah. For which things 
sake, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. All those things I mentioned a while ago, the wrath of God is going to come upon those people who partake in that. My, in which ye also walked sometime when you lived in them. Okay. That's Colossians chapter 3, the first seven verses. Now, I read that to you um, in the King James. Now, I want to read it again in God's Word translation. We're going to read the exact same verses in God's Word translation. Since you were brought back to life with Christ, Focus on the things that are above. Hallelujah. I can see some of those questions at the end now can be filled in with some of these, just some of the scriptures. Since you were brought back to life with Christ, focus on the things that are above. For Christ holds the highest position. My. Keep your mind on things above and not on worldly things. Hallelujah. How many preachers you actually know today that's got the nerve and the guts and the backbone to stand up and preach this? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't get your mind on worldly things. I'm sorry, folks. No, I'm not, I'm not sorry. I'll take it back. I'm not sorry. But I will say this. If it was a sin 40 years ago, it's a sin today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me go on. I've got to read these things. You have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Christ is your life. When He appears... Then you too will appear with him in glory. I like that part. Therefore, put to death whatever is worldly in you. Examine yourself. What is it still in your life that's actually worldly and not godly? Kill it. Put it to death. Mortify it. Hallelujah. Any God, it is not the will of God for you or me to manifest anything in our life that's worldly. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm chopping at the bits right now, but I've got to keep reading. Hallelujah. Whatever is worldly in you, your sexual sin, perversion, that's that little finger I put up a while ago in order and affection, perversion. Passion, lust, greed, which is the same thing as worshiping wealth. Wow. It is because of these sins that God's anger comes on those who refuse to obey him. You used to live that kind of sinful life. My. Now, let's give us, let's give us another per, uh projection on this. Let's read it again in the Amplified Version. The Amplified Bible is a really good Bible for you to use in your personal study when you're studying the Scripture at home. 
The Amplified Bible does not change the original meaning, but it breaks it down uh, and, uh, and, and pulls things out in a really good way. I highly recommend. I'm your pastor. I would not lead you into anything that would bring you harm or hurt you. Hallelujah. The Amplified Bible is a good Bible to use alongside of your King James to help study, to bring it out. Now, let's read this scripture again. He said, If then you have been raised with Christ, and then the Amplified Version puts things in parentheses to break it down. To a new, what it tells you what he means, to a new life thus sharing his resurrection from the dead. He says, aim at and seek rich eternal treasures <laughs> that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Verse 2, and, and set your minds, set your minds, and keep them set on what is above the higher things. Glory to God. Not on the things that are on the earth. Verse 3. For as far as this world is concerned, you have died. <laughs> and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in the splendor of his glory. My, 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 my. Now we've used the word to mortify. Now he says here, so kill, which means to deaden, deprive of power. Hallelujah. Didn't deprive of power the evil desire lurking in your members, those animal impulses, and all that is earthly in you. That was an animal impulse last Wednesday night where a 20-something-year-old young, young man walked into a church where he was having a Bible study just like we're having right here tonight, and sat there and listened for over an hour before he jumps up and starts mowing down and kills nine people, including the pastor. Hallelujah. Let me, let me tell you this. And I don't mean to offend nobody, but everybody born of the flesh is capable of doing anything wicked and evil and immoral and degrading without Christ controlling their life. You was not born with good tendencies. I was not born with good tendencies. You were born wicked and I was born wicked. You was born with a sin nature, I was born sin I was born with the capability to kill somebody and so was you. But by the grace of God, hallelujah, but by the grace of God. You know, 
One reason why you can't get some people saved today because you can't never get them lost. You got to get somebody lost before you can get them saved. Hallelujah. Most people think even though they don't go to church, well, you know, I'm a good old boy. I help people out. I do things. People don't realize what is lurking inside of every one of us. The Bible said that the heart is desperately, desperately wicked. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, let me, let me finish this. So kill, deaden, deprave a power, the evil desire lurking in your members, those animal impulses, and all that is earthly in you. Get all that earthly stuff out that is employed in sin. Sexual vice, impurity, sensual appetites, unholy desire, unholy desires, and all greed and covetousness, for that is idolatry, the deifying of self and other created things instead of God. It is on account of these very sins that the, that the holy anger of God is ever coming upon the sons of disobedience, those who obstinately oppose to the divine will, among whom also once, uh, also once walked when you were living in and addicted to such practices. Hallelujah. Amen. As Sister Christina talked to us on a Sunday night not long ago, addiction can go a lot of different ways. All right. By the time we get through these seven verses, you ought to, you ought to have a, a, a clearer meaning on these than you've ever had. We're going to read it one more time and one more translation. It's called the message. Now let's read it again. Look at what it says. So if you're serious, now I've, I've entitled, what, what was the title of my message? Living like you mean it. This right here is why I, I chose the title of this lesson. So if you're serious about living this new resurrected life with Christ, act like it. Hallelujah. Don't come down to the altar and shed a few crocodile tears. Amen. <laughs> it's amazing to me how some of them TV pe uh, preachers in the past get on TV in front of the cameras and just bawl and cry. It's amazing to me how some of these congressmen and senators get up there and they just bawl and cry and they say, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry about my more your favorite uh, failure. The only thing they're sorry about is they're sorry they got caught. If they hadn't got caught, they wouldn't be telling nobody they were sorry. They'd still be doing it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't be, it's easy to get fooled. It's easy to get fooled. So if you're serious about living this new resurrected life in Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. I like the way it reads it here. Look at it. Don't shuffle along 
eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up. Hallelujah. Don't shuffle. You ever seen some just walking around with a head hung down, just shuffling along? Oh, man. You don't know how the devil's been on my back and fighting me, and I got this and I've got that. Man, just full of all kind of negativity. Well, hello, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing happening down here. Look above. Look where Christ is. That's where the action is. What did he mean by that? That's where the action is. That's where the healing is. That's where the deliverance is. That's where the salvation is. My, my, my. That's where the miracles are. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Hallelujah. See, see things from his perspective. Amen. Start looking at things the way Jesus would look at it. Amen. You've got a situation, amen, in your life. Look at it the way Jesus would look at it. Hallelujah. My verses 3 4 says, Your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you'll show up too. <laughs> Glory to God. I, I, I love all these different aspects of the word. Hallelujah. Amen. The real you, the glorious you. Meanwhile, be content with obscurity like Christ. And that means, now we've talked about killing, mortifying, putting to death. That means killing off everything connected with that way of life, that way of death, excuse me. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust. Do, oh my, doing whatever you feel like whenever you feel like it. Mm, my, my, couldn't I preach on that? Hallelujah. Bless God, I don't care what that preacher says. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to dress the way I want to dress. I'm going to go where I want to go. I'm going to be what I want to be. I thought Jesus said, you ain't you own. You bought with a price. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm, look, look at that again. Mm. What, did he, what, what did you say? Kill off everything connected with that old way of life, sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust. Doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it. Grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of God. It's because of this kind of thing that God, now look at here. Look at that. It's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. What, what all these people's going to do is walk around. All, the only thing they want to talk about, all the love of God, the love of God, the love of God. I believe in the love of God. 
Hallelujah. But I also, but I also know he, he's more than just the, uh, the lamb would take away the sin of the world. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. There's two natures involved. He's a savior, but one day he's going to be a judge. Now that's what that word wrath means in King James. For the wrath, for these things, the wrath of God. It ain't talking about just just somebody getting mad, somebody uh, you know getting getting a little getting a little ill. It says right here. He said, "This is why God is going to explode." Whew. I do not want to be left behind to endure the wrath of God on this planet. Hallelujah. God is about to explode in anger. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and now and not knowing any better. But now you know better. So, there's some other translations. I, gotta, I, 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 got, I have a Bible in my library that's got 26 different Bible translations. I got to get it cleaned up. It's still covered with black from the, from the far, but but that gives you some uh, different perspective. Now, what I want to what I want to talk about from these scriptures is living a transformed life. Living a transformed life. Uh, if you remember, and you should, we've read this over and over again. Uh, he, he says, you know, if you be risen with Christ, set your mind, set, set your heart, affection, your affection on things above. I want to talk a little bit about setting your mind under living a transformed life. Now, listen, listen to me close. This is, this is not in your handout right here, but I, but, but I want to give you this right here. I want you to think about this. Once we have died out, to the sins and works of the flesh by the new birth experience, we immediately allow the Holy Spirit to begin the process of the transformation of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Amen. When you get born again, you laid the foundation. Now, what happens is your sins have been forgiven through repentance and water baptism in Jesus' name. You receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. But that is not all you need. That's just the beginning. There's got to be, the total transformation does not take place when you repent and get baptized and get filled with the Holy Ghost. It starts something, it's like a domino effect. Immediately, you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to begin the process of transformation of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Those three things, before you come to the Lord, was controlled by the devil and your old flesh. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Hallelujah. 
your, your, your mind was all the time focusing on things and thinking about things that shouldn't be. Your will, hallelujah, amen, was running around and saying, ain't nobody the boss of me. Hello, somebody. And your emotions is all messed up. All of that's got to be transformed. God has said in his word that our thoughts are not his thoughts. In order to live Christ-like, and by the way, that's what Christian means. You don't hear that being taught no more today. Everybody says, I'm a Christian. Are you Christ-like? The word Christian means Christ-like. In order to live Christ-like, we must change our thought patterns from what they once were so they'll blend with the new nature that you have received. You received a new nature when you got the Holy Ghost, but that old thought process is still there. You've got to begin to work on it. You've got to let the Holy Ghost work on it. It's got to begin to transform your thinking. Once you get become a child of God, you've got to quit thinking the way you used to think. My Lord, this is, hallelujah, this is, this is good teaching right here. This kind, of, this kind of teaching to carry you through, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to change our thought patterns from what they once were so that our thoughts will blend and mix with the new nature that we now got. Our minds should always stay focused on things above. That answers a question in the bottom of the lesson. Our mind should always stay focused on things above. That, by the way, is the only way to walk by faith. Let me, I want to throw something in here. We all know that the Bible says that uh, the just shall live by faith. Amen? And the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Do you know that the only way that you can walk by faith Hallelujah. The only way to walk by faith, because faith is predicated by the things that are not seen. You need to take that home with you. Faith is predicated by what's not seen. Faith is not predicated upon what you can see. If I need to break that word down, I can just say, faith is not based on what you see. Faith is based on what you can't see. The things that we see are temporal, the Bible says. Things not seen are eternal. That's the things above. So the only way for you to walk, walk by faith is, is to keep your affection set on things above. You cannot walk by faith without that. Isaiah 55, 7 and 9 let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Notice this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. We've got to have a transformation of the way we think. You can repent, you can get baptized in Jesus' name, 
get the Holy Ghost and talk in tongues all night to daylight and still die and go to hell if you don't start allowing the Holy Ghost to transform the way you think. Hallelujah. The way we think has got to blend in with the new nature. God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. To back up what I've been saying is Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? By the renewing of what? Your mind. Your thought process. The way you think about things. It's got to be transformed. By the renewing of your mind that you may prove that uh, uh, what is that good and acceptable and not permissive will of God, but perfect will of God. Hallelujah. To wrap that up, I want to I say this. Impure thoughts lead to impure lives. Hallelujah. Well, somebody said, but you know, Brother Sammy, you can't help but thinking some things sometimes. No, that's true. That's true. Hallelujah. But it's kind of it's like the old fellow said. You, you can't help, if you're outside, you can't help an old crow flying over your head. But you don't have to stand there and let them build a nest in the hair. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. If you start having impure thoughts, put a Barney Fife on it. Nip it, nip it, nip it. Where at? In the bud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because impure thought, hallelujah. Uh, I'm going to have to post it. That's, that's a pretty good quote there by Pastor Samuel Pruitt. I like that. Impure thoughts lead to impure lives. So we are called to purposely, purposely focus ourselves on Christ. His precepts and His presence, when we focus on Christ, our attention is off other things and distractions, even sin. We begin to strive to look at everything by heaven's perspective. Heavenly values will translate unto earthly values when we are centered on Christ, allowing His work in and through us. My, Lord, my time. Uh, I, I'm going to stop right there. I, I, I still got a lot of stuff here that I want, and I, this, this is too. This right here is going to lead you into the new study lesson about uh, becoming uh, spiritual mature, the concept of spiritual growth. This is important. I don't, I don't want to rush through this. I'm, go, I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm going to stop right there and look down at the end of your lesson there. And uh, there's only one one question that we can really answer here that I have um, covered and we'll cover the rest of them later, but 
if the old man is dead and buried, and we have been resurrected in Christ, where should our minds and thoughts be focused? On things above. On things above. That is the only way that we're going to live pleasing to the Lord. That's the only way we're going to be able to grow and go into maturity. We've got to keep our mind focused. I'm going to...